0: Hey, welcome to our last, uh, I think this is going to be the last Wednesdays in the Word for this year, but it might be the first for next year. I don't know. Whenever you see it, it'll be what it is. So, and I want to talk about vision. You know, last year, I mean, the prophetic word was all about Vision 2020. Well, now we're coming into 2021, and and there's no clever slogan that fits with anything that goes with 2021 that I know of, but I do want to talk about the importance of Vision, Not Vision International, although that's important, Vision International, University, vision.edu, you want to study, we got great programs. Hey, but uh, more of just how do you get a vision for your life and for your ministry? Probably the best, well, there's really several scriptures, but the two I like best is that speak about this is from Habakkuk chapter 2. And uh, we're going to look at that very briefly and also from Isaiah and it's... uh, You know, when Isaiah is high and lifted up and, you know, sees the Lord and all of that good stuff. So, but, you know, I just want to say, look, first of all, vision is nothing that mystical, but there's certain things that it's not. It's certainly not a slogan. It's not just a marketing statement that one makes that's going to somehow launch you into your purpose and destiny. It's not just an idea or something borrowed from somebody else that you take and use Uh, But it is truly a key ingredient to fulfilling purpose and destiny. And I believe every disciple of Christ has got to get a vision for what God has for them. And so, um, in fact, I've written a little booklet called Catch the Vision, How to Get a Vision for Your Life and Ministry. It's uh, available through booksbyvision.org. And I would encourage you, you'll probably see something on the in this broadcast that speaks about that and how to get a copy of it. And I think they're probably going to do some kind of discount for you. But anyway, booksbyvision.org, and it's Catch the Vision. But what a vision is, it's defined as an act or power of anticipating that which will or may come to be or come to pass. If you will, it's more of a prophetic vision. It's seeing things, hearing things, knowing things, if you will, that are clearly provided to us in in a way that we just absolutely know that God is in it and God's going to bring it to pass. Another way of looking at it, it's a vivid, imaginative conception or anticipation. Uh, a vision is God-given insight into his purposes and how it relates to your life. Well, in Habakkuk, I mean, talks about a vision. You know, Habakkuk was a, you know, he's... Considered a minor prophet, but he really had a lot to say. And uh, he was prophesying during a very difficult time in the in the history of Israel. Now, they were being oppressed by outside enemies. And he was observing, like I, I believe a good preacher, a good prophet, apostle, pastor, whatever, has to have some observational skills. In other words, you've got to have open eyes, open ears, kind of see what's going on around you. And then you begin to ask questions ...of what you see, and that's what Habakkuk does. He he looks at his life, he looks at his circumstance and situation, and he says, ...Lord, what's going on here? This does not seem right. I mean, heathens seem to be prospering, and your people are being oppressed. What's going on here? Now, again, I believe God gives him a full picture of the vision that he has, ...which is that the earth will be covered with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea... Habakkuk 2.14, but you know, in Habakkuk, you know, in the chapter three, he's, you know, he's got questions and he's struggling with this. And you might be struggling with where you're at in your personal life or in your ministry. And you're wondering, where is God in the middle of this? Well, I can guarantee you God is in the middle of this somehow, somewhere, but I do believe he wants to be able to shine his light in the direction necessary so that you know what steps you need to take in this time and season. And so what we see kind of in picture is Habakkuk. It first says he sets himself on his rampart. Now I wondered, that must have hurt when he sat down on his rampart, but maybe it had something to do with a place to stand. In fact, that's of course what it has to do. It was was an observational post, if you will. And he stood on it to, to watch to see what he would speak to me. And how I might be reproved or corrected. Now, that's an interesting phrase that's presented there. How I watch to see what He will speak. Now, how do you see words? Well, it's really it's again revelation. It's it's uh, it's spiritual. It's God revealing to you His grand purposes. So, watch to see what He will speak. And I love the next section and and how I need to be corrected because. One of the things I like about Habakkuk as a prophet, unlike some modern prophets today who don't seem to know how to spell the word humble, let alone act humble, Habakkuk recognized, I must, if anything's amiss, it's not God, it's gotta be me. I must not be seeing things clearly. And so he was willing to submit himself and set himself in a position where he could be corrected. Let me just say to you, you know, all of us need correction. We need, I mean, I remember years ago, I, I had LASIK surgery. Now I just wear contacts, which is why I don't have to wear glasses. I love that. But, and I need cheaters to see what I read. But nonetheless, I mean, I had LASIK surgery. And when that happened, my vision was corrected so I could see actually better than 2020. It was wonderful. Well, God wants to correct our vision. He wants us to see more clearly. Now, now look, in reality, the vision that God has for all of us is not going to be very far off from the Great Commission, motivated by the Great Commandment. We already understand that. I mean, it's to go into all the world, make disciples. That's what we're all called to be a part of. But we all have a unique placement based upon our gifts and calling and abilities that God wants us to utilize in the present day for his glory. And gives vision to all of us if we have eyes to see and ears, how do you hear a vision? Anyway, until you know exactly what God wants you to do. So he set himself to watch and see what the Lord would speak and how he would be corrected. And then the Lord spoke to him. So one of the things I love about this passage is there seems to be this really a guarantee If you're willing to sit, if you're willing to wait, if you're willing to be humble, if you're willing to be corrected, there's a lot of willings, God will speak. He will make things clear. You can trust him that he will make clear the path for your life and for your vision. And then he says, write the vision. So obviously, he must have gotten one and make it plain that others will read it and they will run And But recognize that the word is not going to happen immediately. There's going to be a time before you see it come to pass. Well, I mean, what is all that about? Well, I I believe that, you know, if God shows you something, you want to write it down. Because whatever you write down, you commit yourself to. It doesn't mean you're necessarily going to do it, but you're more likely to do it. We see this in business. We see this in all areas of life, that if someone's willing to write it down, write down your goals, write down your dreams, you tend to commit yourself to it, especially if you review those on a consistent basis. So Habakkuk was encouraged to write the vision, make it plain. In other words, don't put it in some kind of weird, spiritual, religious, mystical language which nobody's particularly interested in anyway, but make it clear enough so that a kid could understand that I believe God's called me to do this or God's called me to do that or I believe that God wants us to focus on this for this coming year. Whatever it is, make it clear enough so that others can read it and say, hey, I think I know what this guy is actually saying. I know what my spiritual leader, whatever she's all about, I I can understand her. That would be good if people understood what our vision was, if we made it clear, if we made it plain, if we communicated it so that others could understand it and run with it. That is, obviously, to fulfill the vision, you can't do it all by yourself. If you could, it's just a television. You don't really need it. It doesn't make any difference. It's just passive process. But you need people to help you with your vision. And so others will need to read it and run, even though, again, it's going to tarry. It's going to take some time. It will come to pass, especially if you stay faithful to the vision that God has called you to. You know, in, in Isaiah, it talks about, a, you know, that Isaiah was, you know, high and lifted up. And the train filled the temple. And, you know, you look at the response of Isaiah when, when God begins to speak to him. And I I love this. I remember hearing Charles Simpson, you know, preach this one time. He said, you know, I mean, missionary messages, we hear them all the time. And God speaks and Isaiah says, here am I, Lord. Well, of course, it was Isaiah said, here am I, Lord. He was the only one in the room. But, you know, I mean, in reality, the vision that God has for us, you might as well assume you're the only one in the room. And yes, you may have to have your lips purged. You may have to have issues in your heart taken care of. You probably will need to humble yourself a bit before the Lord. But rest assured, God wants you to get a vision that will transform you, your life, and bring you into a whole new dimension of ministry. And so listen, I'm just thinking for 2021, hey, why not? I mean we're looking back and we still have the remnants of 2020 COVID is still around. We're still struggling with the economic issues and political issues, but Hey, you know what? I think the kingdom of God is still advancing. I think Jesus is still Lord. I think we're still seated in the heavenlies in Christ. We're far above principalities and powers and workers of darkness. I mean, the grace of God is still upon us. We're still his favorites. And so I'm just sensing that 2021 It's going to be a year. (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be a good year or a bad year, but it's going to be a year, and we get to be a part of it. And I am believing with you that you're going to have fresh vision to fulfill your destiny in 2021. Hey, blessings to you again. Wednesdays in the Word, drstandycoven.org, vision.edu, booksbyvision.org. God bless